So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Keto Wrestling. Check out the rest of our audio offerings, including episodes of Legion of Raw with Vince Russo every Monday night into Tuesday, Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel every Friday into Saturday, and content nearly six days a week, including pay-per-view post shows. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, check out all these shows in our video versions on YouTube and Facebook Watch. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Vince! <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Man, listen, this is uh <laughs> this is late. This is the the, the Legion of Raw show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Chris Frederson. This is Vince Russo. Got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, it, it, it is clear that the WWE is, uh, it, it is, it is heck bent on, on giving you and, and throwing the kitchen sink everything. It, it's not about everything but the kitchen sink. It is everything and the kitchen sink, Vince Russo, to try to pop these ratings. Dr. Chris, you want to hear something funny? I uh, sometime this afternoon, or early in the afternoon, I uh, I uh, I got a DM from a uh, Billy Body, and Billy Body wanted to know if on YouTube tonight, because I go live on YouTube, Facebook, and also Twitch, if he, you know, I wanted to do a watch along with him. So I said, Billy, you know, yeah, man, I'll be happy to, bro. I'll do the watch along with you. But I explained to him my system. You know, I bro, I come I'm an hour and a half in, and then I fast forward through all the matches, and I catch up in like an hour. Yeah. So he goes, nah, bro, no, nah, come on, let, let let's watch the whole three hours, man. This is gonna be this is gonna be a really big shoe. I'm like, Billy, are you serious? Like, bro, you really think this is gonna be like? Do you honestly believe? I said, Billy. This is not going to be a really big show. This is going to be another stinky raw, and I am not sitting through it for three hours. And thank God I did not. Uh, yeah. yeah, yes, indeed. It was uh, interesting. You know, it's like you, you're, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one of those Piper things. As soon as I think I have all the answers, you know, WWE changed the questions. You know, it's just. Uh, I, I, they, they're back in Texas, you know, huge crowd. Texas is a really good uh, area to bring it back. It's not a lot of smart, you know, like not, not a lot of uh, smart fans uh, and things like that as far as just to um, give us some d- distracting stuff. So, you know, Texas is a safe place, you know, to have their, their show at. 
you know, but you know, the, <laughs> the way that they booked Raw has some interesting segments, but there was a few B-roll segments as well. And don't let the fans be in there fool fool you when it comes to the B-roll. There was some B-roll segments there. And there were some odd segments too. And then we, you know, we got some expected ex- expected segments too. So we'll we'll talk about them all. Uh, it was announced that John Cena was uh was coming on Raw tonight, so he kicked it off. First Raw with fans. Of course, you want to pop a rating by bringing back a legend, so you bring back John Cena to pop those ratings to give the people what they want and give them a promo. Same type of Cena promo. Somehow uh, it bleeds in with the Riddle segment. So they have a bro show. <sighs> I I, I, I I really feel like I want to gig myself with this microphone, but it's far too early in the show. Chris, Chris. Bro, you know what I'm feeling like this whole show? And you'll appreciate this as a psychologist and explain this to people. Chris, explain to pe- people what the Pav- Pavlovian dog is. Explain that to people. Yeah, so it comes from uh, Pavlov and it's someone who it's basically an experiment uh, with a dog that basically uh, responds uh, to uh, certain things, buzz things, and it, 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 the dog responds to Pavlovian well, I was feeling that 1,000% with Cena and 1,000% with Go. Bro, we've seen this a million times, bro. Okay, ratings are in the can. We got a wheel out Cena and the Pavlovian dogs are going to go nuts and he's going to say the same thing and cut the promo. We're going to wheel out Go. The Pavlovian dogs are going to go nuts and he's going to tell somebody you're next. Chris, I, you know, okay, let, let, let me break. I, I really want to make people understand something. I really want to make you understand. Let, let me tell you how I'm writing this. This is the only show where I do this. The only show where I'm going to tell you how I'm writing this. Okay, bro, I understand. Off the bat, you want that huge pop by the Pavlovian dog, so you send Cena out there. Yeah. Okay, bro, you do Cena out there, bro. Then, then we do our bro, 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 bro. Okay, bro, this is riveting television. Man, if I'm John Cena, this is how I want to come back on TV, bro. Oh, absolutely, brother. Bro, 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 bro. Okay, bro, riveting, 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 riveting. Bro, he, he, here's where, and, and Chris, I'm, I'm, I really, I, I'm going to use lazy as the reason. Because I do, I, I, bro, there's no way everybody working in that company on a creative, on a creative level, there's no way they could be this, uh, you know, incompetent. I don't believe that. So I'm not saying they're stupid. I'm not saying they're incompetent. I'm saying they're lazy Mm -hmm. because Chris, this is what I'm doing. Let me tell you what I'm doing. He, okay, bro, bring him out there first, get the big pop. You want to do your stupid bro, 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 fine. Do your bro, 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 bro. Okay, bro, here's what I'm doing then. We go to commercial break off of that, okay? Before we get to the match, we go to the back and we get an interview with Cena as he's exiting. Okay. Hey, bro, as he's exiting, a limo pulls up. Goldberg gets out of the limo. Now, bro, keep this in mind, too, Chris. I want people to understand this. 
Chris, they, they, they want the pop of the, la- of the live crowd. They want to see Goldberg for the first time in the building. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro, then play this just for home. Mm-hmm. You don't need to play this in the building. Play this for your audience watching at home. Yeah. So, bro, I'm doing the old, the limo pulls up, Cena's getting the interview, Goldberg out of the limo, bro. And, bro, he walks past Cena and, and gives him the shoulder gimmick. Bro, it's on. It's yeah. on, bro. Cena turns around. Bro, bro, goes after Goldberg. Holy crap, bro. Pull apart. Go to your match in the ring. Because you know what you've just done now, bro? Now you've got a cliffhanger for the entire night. Yeah. Now for the entire night, you've got a Goldberg-Cena thread. This wasn't supposed to happen. What yeah. was supposed to happen was Cena was just supposed to come do a stupid bro segment, and Goldberg was just supposed to come and, and do the what's your next, and this happened organically. Chris, I just gave you that off the top of my head. Now, they had a week to think about this. A week. That, bro, you talk about attitude era, attitude era, attitude era. No, bro, that's what I would have done. Yeah. That that you've got to do stuff like this, but no, bro. We had the Pavlovian dog. Here's Cena. Yeah, here's my washcloth. Okay, yeah, here's Goldberg. Bro, how many times are they going to wash, rinse, repeat? Wash, rinse. How many times, Chris? Yeah. Agreed, man. I, you know, and again, I think that would have been a much, much better option than what we saw was was just the same okay expected pop type deal oh we know what's we know what this segment is going to be slotted for we know what this segment is going to be slotted for we know what this segment is going to be slotted for and i think that is one of those things that uh makes it different makes it catchy and it also sets up something for the future you know i mean it's simply like that's what they did with uh goberg and brock they, they started that, the Survivor Series, in November for four months, you know, uh, at, at WrestleMania, you know, four months later. so And they, and they weren't even on the same brand at that time. So yeah. they really set that up. And then they had the Royal Rumble deal when they, you know, caused the person to be eliminated, all those things. And, and they were on separate brands. So they were really building that up for months. And that started off by like a, a, a walk pass in the backstage. And so I, I agree. I think that that, that could have been something that could have been a cliffhanger for WrestleMania, for Royal Rumble, something that and you don't even have to go back to it immediately. Yep. You can still do your whole uh, Cena gimmick with Rain. Cena, Cena doesn't even have to appear on Raw. I agree. You didn't even need Cena to, 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 to do the whole promo. The you know, what I mean, that, that he did with the bro segment. That was the, that was ridiculous. Oh. And I and it still bring it still keeps the comical, just really you know type of uh, hokiness from Cena away. You know, we we don't want that. It it, it brings more of a fast nine or 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 uh, Suicide Squad type of. Uh, type of really type of strong baby face feel to him. If you want to go back to the reality segment, he's a, a huge movie star now. He 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 starred in F9 and Suicide Squad. You know, what I mean, he he was a he was a heel on F9 actually, and so he you know if he wants to play that type of role as a baby face still, but still really like vengeful and still kind of you know tough, 
you you do that you do that segment with Goldberg and then make it seem really interesting. So I and honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to Goldberg versus Cena at WrestleMania. It's not one of those uh you know someone a legend comes back to put a, a new guy over because they're not really over it's it's a wrestlemania attraction of goldberg versus cena so i agree with that i think that's a good idea viking raiders and riddle defeats uh john morrison aj styles and omos we go back to the 50 50 here i mean <laughs> viking raiders lose yesterday riddles riddle losing the uh, money in the bank match and then the six man somehow this leads to Morrison and AJ Styles and Omos losing. AJ Styles and Omos are the tag team champions. Omos gets hit with the drip stick, thinks that it's the Miz. Somehow they plan as Omos is so dumb or something like that, is so confused that he thinks it's the Miz. Morrison says, okay, let me get my boys back. He gets thrown in. AJ Styles stops him from chasing the Miz as if AJ Styles is defending the Miz all of a sudden. Again, we get right back to confusing booking Raw, even with fans there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chris, listen, I don't know. I don't know because I don't I, I, I don't I don't follow it that closely because I don't care about it. Is Miz legitimately hurt? He is, yes. Is he is he wheelchair hurt? Yeah, he he uh, jacked up his ACL. Okay, so he's legitimate. Okay, because mm -hmm. it's like my God, bro. Like, how long are we gonna like? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, bro, who, bro, and think about this, Chris. Think about this. This is the first Monday night back in front of the people, and bro, this is your opening match. <laughs> right. A, a six man. We don't care about. Maybe they care about Riddle a little. We don't care about anyone else in this match. Yeah. Don't Except care, AJ. Yeah. Well, I, do do they do they care about AJ anymore? He got, he got popped. AJ, you know, you you know, you you work yeah, with AJ. Yeah. I mean, AJ's going to get I, that. I, yeah, I'm not. Pop I'm, yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. But I mean that that's how you can open up. You're going to open up this show. We haven't been in front of fans with a six man tag. That's how we're going to. Right. I agree. It's it's like you're trying to bring riveting television, and you start the I first back first show back in a year and a half. I could, Chris, I, I I would I could have never written that. I could I would have my pen would not have ever written that on the paper ever ever ever, bro. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. And Michael's making a good point here in the in the side chat here. No poor Ondorf tribute. Uh, and and from you working with WWE, what well, they did that they did that last week. They gave him the still. Yeah, they didn't give him a tribute though. He's a Hall of Famer, and bro, that's what I was about to ask you. What makes the difference between a tribute? I, I and ask the that all the time because, bro, somebody even pointed out last week, bro. Like this guy got the still. He got he got the China still. Yeah, bro, this guy main evented the first WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, bro, the first WrestleMania, he was such a huge, integral part. He doesn't get a 10 L. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. say that all the time, bro. What, 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 what is, who, who determines what they get when yeah, somebody doesn't has make any sense at all? Yeah, I, I agree. He didn't, he didn't get a salute. He didn't get a, like a, a, an original tribute video. I mean, like he's a, he's a hall of famer. Vince. Yeah. I mean, why? I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. Unless was he a part of that lawsuit? 
Ah, he might have been. He yeah, might have been a part of I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, the class it, action. There's your answer right there, bro. That's, uh, that's right there. Yeah. Yeah, he might have been a part of that class action. Yeah. 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 But still, man, it's. I mean, uh, he he he's. That's why I don't understand. I don't understand the fact that regardless of any legal stuff that you know he was finding out with the concussions and all that, like he was one of the people who really put WWE in the map from a national standpoint, you know, so, back in the mid eighties. Bro, it's so silly. Yeah. Chris, I'm about to on, on the realm network, Chris. I'm about to do a show uh, that is called the uh, Joker's Mustache, and it's a classic 1966 Batman ep- review show. Okay. Bro, I'm doing it with R.D. Reynolds. Do you know who R.D. Reynolds is, bro? R.D. Reynolds is the co-author of The Death of WCW. And, oh, okay. And I'm doing this show with R.D. <laughs> like, because you know why, bro? I'm an adult, Chris. Yeah. I'm an adult, and I'm over that. I'm over that. But get over it, guys. This was Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff, bro. Yes. Get over it, bro. If, if the guy was down on his luck, if the guy was broke and, you know, he became a part of this lawsuit, bro, he's no longer with us now. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Isn't, uh, was it Alvarez, the other, uh, yeah, person of, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've heard of that book. I haven't read it yet, but, um, I've heard of the book. Uh, next week it's, uh, Riker and Elias. Oh, <laughs> so we get some type of mean, you know, look from Riker, and uh, you know that that leads to another symphony of destruction match, ladies and gentlemen. That Elias never won these. <laughs> he's the he's the guitarist, and even before that, he cuts the uh, the 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 heel, you know, crowd promo again, and then WWE stands for Walk with Elias and all that. Bro, you know what's so funny, Chris? I'll tell you exactly what they did. Okay, opening up the show with this match, this hard-hitting match with a little gimmick to it, would have been a much, much, much better open than a six-man tag. Okay, yeah. it would have been. But, bro, here's the here here's why they went with the six-man tag. Okay, this is how they're booking this show. I'm telling you, they had seen her out there. They wanted to do the bro, 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 bro. That that was the whole point of it. Get get him out there on the scooter. Do the bro, 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 bro. So now, bro, he's out there now. He's out there. Riddle's out there now. So now they have to do something. So you have that six man tag first a match first instead of this match, which would have been a much, much, much better opener. Agreed, man. Uh, agreed. Uh, I, I still I don't think either one of them was preferred, but if you had one, well, I, well, I'm, I'm with you. I agree with you on that. For sure. Um, and then and then uh, Vince, what what? Maybe this is a writing with Russo episode. We need we need to do with this Elias because why does Elias? Is this something I missed, Vince? As far as you know why they're bearing Elias like this bro he uh, i'm just telling you and i and this is factual bro elias is the guy, kind of guy that's gonna pitch idea after idea after idea and they don't like that bro and that's that's what elias did and that's what happened to elias wow wow yep. that's that's very very sad yep. uh next we get um 
the backstage gimmick with uh, Adam Pierce and uh, Sonya Deville, your boy Mansoor, uh, Mustafa Ali, you know, Mansoor requests a tag team match. Ali comes and said, what? What are you talking about? There's, I didn't request a tag team match. Mansoor says, oh, well, you know what? Oh, you didn't know this, but uh, I requested it because you're right. You're right. Uh, I haven't been listening to you, but I'm listening to you now, and you're you're right. And so somehow they're going to have a tag team match. My question to you, Vince, is who's the tag team match going to be against? The New Day? Bro, I got to tell you something. Janky and cranky? <laughs> Bro, yeah, it looks like it looks like Shanky uh, suggested a storyline this week. He did. Bro, <laughs> he did. Bro, um, Chris, I didn't even listen to the verdict because I got written down here two words. Two words I got here. Horrible actors bro these guys are atrocious these guys bro they're they're atrocious now again if i'm doing this bro we are pre-taping it and we're doing it over and over and and you know why guys and i say guys you know why we're doing over and over again because a you could do it better and b i'm trying to protect you because this is horrible yeah. And the more you do it, bro, the more reps you get, the better it's going to be. Let's do it over and over and over. This looked like it was one take, Chuck, and that's how it came across. And the, and these guys are horrible actors, bro. Bro, let me tell you something. If you're in the wrestling business and you are a horrible actor, which is half of the performance, bro, you should have never made it to this level. You, you, you should have you, that that's, that's where somebody has to tell you, you know what, bro, you don't have the it factor. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. There's no real emotion. I don't care how great a worker you are in the ring. You're missing the second half of this, bro. Yeah. All these guys with these bad, bad mic skills made it this far blows me away, man. Yeah. I, I think we're such in a wrestling heavy society. And to me, as someone who's been a fan for 35 years, I mean, you've been a fan for 40. And it's like, look, I, I remember when the the riveting reality to it was a thing. And we know that wrestling is staged, wrestling is choreographed. But there was a time and age where it looked so real and the actors were so convincing Yep. that you thought that there were genuine animosity between two people. And that's how you're supposed to book it. You're supposed to book it like it's genuine animosity between two people. Bro, did I tell you, I don't know if Chris, I don't know if I told you or if it was on another show I did um, on the brand, but did I just tell you this recent string of uh, savage promos I saw with Okerlin? No, no. Bro, this, I, I wish people can go back and see this because this was, genius just epic bro it seemed that on his way to the interview set savage w- grabbed something okay bro he had w- what do you call those little paper cups the real little ones that you could just crumble up and throw away you, you know no, you no. know yeah the styrofoam cups yeah yeah whatever he bro yeah. what one he Solo cups i think so. yeah one he walked out there with a little tiny paper cup mm-hmm the whole promo was around that paper cup. Then, bro, he went out there. He had a towel in his hand. Like, he literally, on his way to the promo, picked something up 
and made the whole promo about that inanimate object, no matter what it was. He had a pail one time. And, I, bro, it was absolutely bro. Can you imagine you've got, uh, you've got here, you've got Mantar, and you've got Ali. Could you imagine asking them to, to do that? Can you imagine? Okay, guys, on the way to the ring, you're going to grab a paper cup, and the promo's going to revolve around that. Can you imagine what that would look like? Yeah, one. I mean, one of no, I can't, unfortunately. But I mean, Savage with it all the time. Who did the cup of coffee? Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the cream man. of the crop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, <laughs> and and they, like, he purposely did it. And bro, he was doing that to challenge himself. Yeah, can I do a pre a two minute promo off of a cup? That's a cup of coffee. Doing yeah. it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, man, freak out. Yeah, I, I used to love when they used to like when Savage used to do the hand gimmick and just used, used to go back, freak out. Yeah, and he used to and he used to go pan away from the the uh, the camera as he goes out and Bro, finishes swear, his, his uh, promo. To, to this day, I will find myself like walking in a mall or something, right? And I'm I'm like I'm doing this gimmick. <laughs> and, my, and, my, and my wife's always behind me. She's like, "What are you?" But I always find myself just doing it. Always, always. I'm like, but, "Bro, go, 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 go watch, go watch me and Gene Okerlund and Paul Orndorff." Yeah. Any promo, any promo, bro. Pick one. God, man, how did we get from that to this? Yeah. Agreed to, to Mansoor oh. saying, hey, you know what? I, I yeah. booked this a tag team match. You yeah. didn't know, but you're right. And everything you said was right. Yeah. 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 Somehow we, you know, we got to get back to the cup of coffee promos. Yeah. 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 Ask, to do, ask uh, Mansoor to do a cup of coffee promo. And he'd be like, aye, 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 aye. What? He'll turn to Forrest Gump if he'd be dumbfounded. Uh, next we get uh, <clears throat> Charlotte Flair and his uh, her coronated coronation ceremony uh, interrupted by Rhea Ripley. I mean, <laughs> what do you got here? I mean, Rhea got a little bit of cheers. Uh, Charlotte got a bunch of cheers yesterday at the pay per view when she won. won. And so Fort Worth was a, was Charlotte fans, but Dallas weren't though. So that's and this is the reason why you just. It's hard to build a character nowadays because it's like you're a heel in Fort yeah. Worth, but oh, you're facing yeah. Dallas. Or, and, or and, and I mean, they, they treated uh, Rhea Ripley for the whole night and every like was treated like a baby face tonight. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, and she's she's the face, but she was doing some heelish things, and it's that's this type that's the type of stuff I talk about all the time Vince that's the reason why I love I, I was a part of the media Q&A back uh um, I, I do covers for Wrestlemania every year and back when they were in uh, Orlando in 2017 I was a part of a media Q&A session with uh Sting uh Ric Flair and Jim Ross <clears throat> and uh Matt Stryker actually was the host of it and so I asked a question to Sting Sting's my all-time favorite wrestler and I told him, like, asked him, what was the dynamic of um, the heels? Like, how, how much does the dynamic of the heels and baby faces matter? And how important is it, is it still today? Right. And, and and Sting was like, yeah, that's a good question. He, he talked about how without the dynamic of the clear cut faces and the clear cut heels, 
he wouldn't be the star that he is now. He wouldn't oh, be the yeah, superstar absolutely. that he is now. Absolutely. So if it wasn't for the flares, if it wasn't for the Rick Roods to dance with him, he wouldn't be as strong as a baby face he, as he was to get people to rally behind him. And because Sting was all Sting always feuded with really, really good heels, even when he was turned heel, it was difficult for people to accept him as a heel when he turned on Hogan, did the whole back gimmick. It was even hard for him to turn as a heel. He only lasted a heel for a few weeks because people were so like, man, Sting, why Sting, why? They were like legit, like shocked and surprised of like, and, why Sting, why? And bro, heels like that, bro. The, you know, there was the art of in the promos heels like that were putting the baby face over in a heelish way right. in their bro that's lost today if that's you true. were mantar and 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 uh ali to do that they would look at you like you had three heads yeah. they not have an idea i did that bro yeah. when i was an on-air character i knew who how to do that as a heel mm -hmm. how to get the baby face over that's part of it that's right. gone bro it's gone it, it's gone vince because a lot of people nowadays because it's such a cutthroat business and people once that people they, they do whatever they can to try to get that little five minutes like you have to understand vince Mansoor and Ali had a 30-second segment in a three-hour show. You know what I mean? And so it's like as much as you should be doing that, like you said, putting the baby face over, it's like everybody's kind of jockeying for that little 30 seconds that if they feel like they're putting the baby face over, you're kind of like that's kind of stepping on my 30 seconds. Like I don't want to spend 15 of my seconds putting the baby face over and then only get 15 seconds. I want to get the full 30 to, to you know, to extend and stretch my time out. And it's sad that there's the talent is kind of conditioned to feel that way, that you can't just take some time with the with the storyline, put the baby face over. But everybody's just kind of fighting for that spot. Yeah, that's a great point, bro. That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, next, we get the Natalia and Samina uh, defeating Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. I mean, this is nothing different. Uh, we we did get at the end. Oh, you got a T.O. 31 minutes into the show, ladies and gentlemen, we get a T.O. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Time out. Joey. Time out. Joey. Why does that guy pop me every time? <laughs> every time. I, I know it's coming. I've seen it a million times. Why, why does it pop me every time? Chris. Why, 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 why do we have Nia Jax headbutting Reginald if he's not going to sell it at all, I was getting there. Why? <laughs> Why? He just, she just headbutted you, and you're doing seven flips yeah. on the. Why? 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 You killed her. Her headbutt means nothing. The guy's flipping around yep. after getting headbutt. 
Why, 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 Chris? Vince, I was thinking the same exact thing, and I was literally looking at Reginald the whole time. And I was like, dude, at least shake your head. He never sold it, bro. At least shake your head. At least do the whole, you know, startle shake thing. You know, yeah, yeah, do the stop and check. Do, do bro, there was something. a threat to stop and check for crying out loud. <laughs> Nothing, bro, he never sold it at Nothing. all. Nothing. He just, he just, he just sat there. I mean, he just sat there. Oh man, alive, man! If, if I'm Nia Jax, I'm I'm giving him a shoot head. I'm waiting in the back. Yeah, and I'm giving him a shoot head. But if I'm Nia Jax, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Because I was about to mention the same. I, I noticed the same thing when that happened. And then as soon as he did the headbutt, he fell. And then when she was just, when they were doing their thing, he just, and I was just looking. I was like, Reginald, shake your head. Just do the startle shake. You know, just just do do the stop and check if you need to. Like, sell this. Sell it, Reginald. Do something. And then he just he just sits there for a while. And then they leave. So he's so clearly he's waiting for his new next spot because he know that he was going to win the 24-7 championship. He's waiting for his next spot. So instead of selling it, he's waiting for Nia Jackson Santa Baser to go out the ring. So he's doing one of these gimmicks. And then he gets up. Okay, now I'm waiting for Kiro Tozawa to get. So and Reginald's head is clear that he was just waiting for the next segment. Bro, that, that Chris, that's the point. That's the point. Okay, bro, you could do six flips and you don't know that you should be selling a headbutt. Yeah. That's the problem, bro. That is yeah. the freaking problem. Yeah, that's true. Come on, man. You got to do better than that, bro. Yep, I agree. Uh, again, I was thinking the same thing. Like, dude, at least come on, sell the headbutt, man. What are you doing? And that actually led to uh, Nia Jax uh, and Baszler leaving, abandoning Reg, uh, uh, Reginald. Uh, Christopher's over here saying that uh, he said the same thing to his sister about Reginald didn't sell the headbutt. Yeah, it, it, more than more than us. But uh, bro, here, bro, here, here's the thing, bro. An agent is supposedly laying that out. Mm-hmm. an agent like so what, what are you doing bro like how can you lay out this guy getting the headbutt for the my jacks and then turning around winning a title and flipping how how are you in the wrestling business bro yeah and and you know and to add to that vince those are just some organic and natural things that talent should be able to do to fill in time like you know you you know that you're supposed to go from the the tag match gimmick to the headbutt gimmick, to the 24-7 gimmick. It is your responsibility as a talent to learn, to, to know how to bleed that time together without feeling like you're segmented. You know, and, and Reginald felt like, okay, here's the tag. Okay, here's the headbutt. Okay, here's the 24-7. And it felt like that. It had that type of feel to it. Yeah. You as a talent, that's your responsibility to be able to go ahead and segue those things with your acting. Bro, listen, at the end of the day, you got no business being there. I got I gotta shake it out, Chris. Come on, shake it out. <laughs> All right, okay, I feel better. I so feel- you gotta you gotta do the shake of the shoulders. You gotta do the <laughs> okay, all, right, all right, I feel better. I gotta get it out. There you go, shaking shoulders. You got to stop and check, you got to shake shoulders, ladies and gentlemen. 
there you go. All right, I got it out. All right, I get it. Moving on now. You get along. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I think I'm gonna do some shaking shoulders in my therapy sessions from now on. So I'm gonna tell my clients. All right, you know, you got a lot. You you got a lot of your shoulders. You know, we we've been talking for a good hour now. We got to close this session. I yeah. need you to stand up. We got to do the shaking shoulders. We got to shake. Get it all out. Let's get it all out. Tell, uh, that's, a, uh, that's a trick uh, to my clients from now on. The shaking shoulders, ladies. Uh, 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 next, we have uh, Seamus uh, defeating Umberto Carrillo for a hundred thousandth time. And uh, wasn't there a gimmick after this? Uh, after Seamus won, or did he just win? For he just won. Well, he's just won, and we had a uh, uh, we had so that's it. So he just did the he just won, and that was it. That's it. So, why would okay? So, lastly, so MVP cuts the problem. Yeah, here's the funniest you? thing before we get <laughs> throw, throw yeah. the yeah, throw Jason Kidd. <laughs> Jason Kidd, he's where okay. he's where time out segment. Here, here we go. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. All right, Joey. Bro, here's another thing. I'm, I'm just cracking up. So, Seamus now is actually wearing a steel. Yes. <laughs> bro, bro, don't you think if you're a wrestler and you're wearing a steel, don't you think at some point that's going to cut the crap out of you? Don't oh, you yeah. think that's just going to slice your yeah. face? To pieces, bro. Why, why, first of all, why do you think they're plastic to begin with? Second of all, I'm a wrestler and I'm gonna wear, wear a steel face mask so I can slice. Come on, yeah. bro. Come on, man. Agreed, agreed. For your faces. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree, man. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was thinking. See, it's funny because I was thinking about like, okay, I bet you, I got a feeling that Keith Lee will come in here some somehow tonight. I, they they really want to throw everything to the crowd today and the kitchen sink. And so I was thinking like, okay, so Keith Lee was actually supposed to be in the title picture earlier this year, and he was gone for six months. Well, he wasn't booked for six months. I said, okay, well, Seamus doesn't have a opponent now. They're doing the Damian Priest thing, but they didn't even show him, did he? He, he no. There was no Damian Priest. They just showed a uh, uh, footage from last week, and there was no live Damian Priest. So I was thinking, like, okay, well, this will be a good, uh, good point to bring in Keith Lee to be this, his next contender. But they bring Keith Lee on the next segment for the open challenge for you know MVP cuts the promo, and so Keith Lee is literally up there for the purpose of jobbing out <laughs> to, to Bobby Lashley. Okay, yeah. You know what, Keith Lee, we got something for you. I know it's been I know it's been six months. I know that you're super I know it's your home state, you're Texan. We're gonna have you lose in dominant form to uh to 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 Bobby Lashley. Bro, you saw back-to-back matches because you got you got Shanky and Cranky in between, and that's not a match. Yeah, you saw back-to-back matches. Bro, this is the this is the punishment. This is the test. This is the Triple H curtain call at Madison mm-hmm. Square. I don't know who, bro. I don't know what happened. 
I don't know if bro maybe is he married to um uh my Mia Medium they're they're not married yet they're fiance I don't even think they're engaged yet well I know they're dating I don't know if she got him heat maybe she popped off at the retribute who who somewhere along the lines this Mm -hmm. couple there's a lot of heat. Yeah. A lot of heat. So this is, bro, okay, bro, all the heat. We left you at home, all the heat, all the heat, all the heat. Now we're going to bring you back, and now we're going to beat you because yeah. we're going to test you. We're, we're going to see if you're good. It, bro, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind, Chris, that they do this to their own talent, bro. Yeah. They, they sacrifice their own talent talent to make to make a point bro that bro we're in charge or we have all the power you're nothing we can beat you like that they and bro they did the same exact thing with carrying cross that's exactly oh, what that gosh. was it was the same we'll get to that oh my God. did a whole show bro on friday talking about all the cross heat this is why he's got the heat he laid it out and sure enough, bro, no entrance, no girl, jobbing. Okay, yeah. that, that's, that's the test. The okay, test. so, yeah, we'll talk about that because I, I was wondering why why they did that, why they did that. But as far as uh, as uh, there's an article back in April saying that they got engaged. Uh, actually, we wrote, uh, Sports Kidder wrote in February that they are engaged. So, yeah, they're big time heat on that couple. Yeah, they got. They got a lot. They, bro, they got Lana Rusev heat. I, I mean, so yeah. And there's even talks of Mia going over SmackDown, so they're going to split them up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah they, they're thinking about ditching the reckoning gimmick uh, for her and just having her come back to Mia. Yeah, Shane Thorne came back on SmackDown, um, which he was what? Uh, what was he? Um, so M- Mason T. Bar reckoning. And what was this gimmick? <laughs> what was I, don't, I don't even know who you're talking about. With the mask, the other dude from Retribution, Crowbar, T Bar. No, Mason T Bar is Dajakovic and uh, Dio Madden, and then the other guy with the mask. What was Shane Thorne's uh name when he was in Retribution? Slapjack, thank you, Mike. Slapjack, Slapjack, Slapjack. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was uh he's a, he's a white he no mask and he was in a battle royal smackdown uh on uh Friday as a really? so yeah he's, he's just they just ditched it and so they were thinking about bringing Mia to SmackDown too and that would be even worse because they're splitting them up, you know. What I mean, but for some reason they split up Naomi and, and Jimmy for a while, but they're bringing Naomi over to SmackDown now. Yeah, they're probably bringing her to SmackDown to babysit him. That's probably what they do. Yeah, it seems like that's the case. And right? that, you know, and and I and I think you know I like the Usos, man. But I'm like, what type of uh, what 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 type of uh, uh, lesson or what type what type yeah, of image is that for someone to get a DUI twice and each time? They- Titles, you know, bro. It's funny because you'll hear about, oh yeah, bro, they're PG. Well, yeah, because we've got stockholders now, this and that. Well, I guess the stockholders don't matter in a case like this. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? And I think at the end of the day, it's like you you have. It's one of those. 
if it would have been, you know, Shanky, Cedric, Shanky or Squeaky right. Cedric or anything right. like that, like that would have been canned. Forget it. Yeah, would have been canned. But because he has, because Jimmy Uso has a stock in the Roman Reigns angle now, which would, you know, could lead to the rock coming back and them being needed for that and things like that. He has way too much stock. And so it's like you have, you have wrestlers in the back. Like, how is this fair? Bro, what about what? And I don't even watch SmackDown, but what about Reigns reprimanded him? And then, and then Uso breaks down and just says, bro, listen, man, you know, I'm, I got an issue, man. You know, I'm, I'm an addict, man. I'm an alcoholic, bro. Like he really breaks down. I've tried, I've gone to rehab. I've done this. I've done that, man. What do you want me to do, man? What do you want me to do? I'm sick. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then Reigns beats the crap out of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like you, you could have put, you could have actually done the angle and put more heat on Reigns. I, I agree. Bro. I agree. I think I think my thing is, you know, of course, I don't want anybody to lose their job. And I'm a therapist. Right, right. So I, I, I talk to people who, you know, are, are recovering alcoholics. I, I provide therapy to them. And so that's that's a, right up my lane. You know, if, if you want if you want to keep him as opposed to and, and, and it's unfair, you know, I, I will say it's unfair, especially to a lot of other people who's been let go for a lot less. And so, look, if you want to keep him on the show, fine. I don't want people to lose their jobs, but you need to give him a receipt. Yeah. And his receipt is getting the brakes beat off of him on an episode of SmackDown by Roman Reigns. It's kind of like a, hey, look, this is tough love type of deal. Yep. And I think that's how you do it. You know, you, you make that a whole segment. You, yep. you make that carry over throughout the entire and, SmackDown. And, and you know what, bro? See, Chris, that's the thing. Stuff like that will make people respect the show. Yeah. Will respect the show. Not like, wait a minute, bro. You're going to, you're going to reward that guy. Right. They would get the complete opposite positive reaction. Correct. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> there's some talk that uh, rumors. The reason for Keith Lee's heat is that he, uh, that he uh, dared to trademark his name. So he owned it. Yeah. I did hear about the trade. That, would, that, that could yeah. very well be a reason. That sounds like yeah. a totally, totally legit reason. Yeah. Me. And of course that's just a rumor, but I, I've, I've heard about, you know, some, some talks about that and him having heat with WWE because of it. Uh, next we get uh, the Natalia. We talked about that. And, uh, we, and then we get the Seamus. We get the Bobby gimmick with Keith Lee. Uh, and then Goldberg comes after that, uh, and says, I'm next, you know, and that's, you know, that's Goldberg gimmick. And that's what we expected Goldberg to come back and lead up for SummerSlam. And that's another thing, you know, Chris, it's like, you know, uh, bro, again, I, I, guys, people listening to this show, I hate to keep bringing up when I, when I wrote this show back in my day, I hate to keep bringing it up, but in this scene, okay, bro. Bro, I'm sorry. MVP ain't going to separate these two guys if they yeah. want to. Yeah. He's not going to. You, you're going to need to unload the entire locker room. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be MVP. It, it's stuff like that, bro, that, ah, oh, man, come on, guys. Like, please do this the right way. Please, yeah. MVP ain't going to stop these guys from ripping each other up. Yeah, I, you know. 
<laughs> I, I agree. You know, I, I agree. And you, you have to make this look more colossal than it did. It didn't really look colossal to me. Yep. And to me, I was also thinking in my head, like, you've already did the MVP speech. Then you did the open challenge. Then you get the, the home state pop from Keith Lee. He's a Texan. He gets that. And then you do the Goldberg deal. And so it's like you, you've already got a, a segment and then the pop. And then people, you know, people did the Goldberg thing. And it's funny. This is what I was thinking, Vince, during this time. You get all the old Berg. You get all the he's 54. You get all these all these things. But guess what they did when he came out? Goldberg. The Pavlovian dogs. The Pavlovian dogs. Guys, now it's time for you to say Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, it's funny how a lot of people are so quick to be so negative and be those armchair, you know, quarterback and armchair riders, right? But as soon as Goldberg comes out, they go straight fanboy on him. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. So what happened to Oberg? What happened to fifty? What happened to fifty-four? Fifty-five? What happened? Go! Oh my gosh! Like you knew it was coming out. You know, you knew the segment was coming out, right? And and so the whole gimmick came out with the with the pyro and the ah, all that. And then you see all that, you're like, yeah, man, go right! Oh my gosh! You know? And I'm like, oh, okay. So on Twitter, though. Just just a, just a few hours earlier. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Oh, you know, I can't believe Oldberg is coming back. I can't stand it. Oh yeah. my gosh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fanboy out. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy, man. Uh, next, uh, we get uh, uh, Jinder Mahal cuts a promo and he gets interrupted by a uh, a black tank top, Drew McIntyre. So he's he's not playing any games now, Vince. He's got a black tank and some jeans and some boots, and so like. Now he's more of a rebel type deal. And, okay, look, I'm going to put WWE over uh, to an extent here because it's clear that the fans were just, I mean, a hair away from giving Drew the Cena treatment, you know, the Cena 2006 to 2000, you know, 20 treatment, right? Of, okay, we're getting, we're getting too much of the same thing so we're going to start booing like we even saw that yesterday when he when they first showed him and then he cut the promo they were like boo oh it's great to be a fourth warrior <sighs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's again the, the the pavlovian treatment there and so it, and and the thing he he was getting boos and cheers too and then you know he comes out he does the rebel thing and he gets more cheer than booed and I would say, okay, I think that WWE did a good job with using gender as kind of like a decoy for, for Drew because it's clear that he was about to tip over to that getting booed as a babyface. Gender has a, enough heat, and we talked about this sort of running with Russo. It's still, it feels filler. It feels absolutely filler. But at least gender can, can garner enough heat to make the fans still care about Drew as a babyface. So I'll give the WWE that much. I, I won't give it to them yet because I'm not so sure that they don't go back to it next week. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not I'm honestly I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Let's 
if they stay that course. Yeah, hopefully they will. Ho- hopefully yeah. they'll stay that course. It looks like they'll have a match together at SummerSlam. It looks like that's where they're going. Yeah. And so I think they need they they need to do more Drew angles like that. They need to do more people that is trying. Austin said this a few years ago on his podcast that was really good about how you should book stars to make to still make them feel main event level even when they're not in the main event so to speak yeah he said for that baby face that's that's chasing the title either you're being booked one of two ways either you're actually chasing the title or you're attempting to chase it and someone comes in and detours you yeah yeah and i said that that makes so much sense and that's how good booking that's why that's how austin stayed in the main event scene even when he wasn't uh competing in a main event match because one if he wasn't chasing the title he had vince and the corporation to try to detour him and derail him from aiming to title at the end of the day i want the title but i'm having people derail me along the way yeah and that's how they should book people in the wwe now and hopefully they do that with drew but i'm not i mean i agree with you I'm, i'm not you know i don't have enough you know confidence that they'll keep that going as opposed to just having him be in the title picture again but they should have more of those kind of derail angles to kind of sharp kind of freshen his baby face character again here's another thing though chris like again i'm gonna put you in um you know rather than you know baby faces do this heels do this i'm gonna put you another in another scenario uh you're at a bar with two of your buddies okay Shanky, well, not not Shanky and Cranky, but uh, you, Yui and Dewey. Okay, you're at a bar with Yui and Dewey. There's a lone biker. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get in war of words with the lone biker. The lone biker picks up a bar stool and cracks you over the head. Mm-hmm. Are Yui and Dewey your two buddies? Running a thousand feet away and hugging each other. Uh, is that is that is that what's happening? And then the biker goes, gets another bar stool, beats you more, and your friends are still a thousand miles yeah. hugging each other. Hug- yeah. <laughs> bro, like we like where, where would that ever what, bro? Why do you think so many people turned off of wrestling and went to UFC? Yeah. What do you think, bro? What? Because they can believe UFC. People yeah. act like they would act, bro. Yeah. That, that, that would. There's three of you and one of him, and we're gonna we're gonna hug each other on the stage because that's what heels do. Darn, no, no. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, come on bro and so and meanwhile see now again say i'm writing the show and i make that mistake what would i do well bro what you got to do next week is you got to have cranky confront them and say what the frig bro you're gonna stand by this guy's beating the life out of me you know what i'm saying and let him get into it with the that but no, bro. Yeah. So which which so now not only do the friends not help, but the friend who got his rear rank kicked in says nothing about it. Like you, like Chris, you're not gonna question Yui and Dewey. Like, what are you guys kidding me? 
Like yeah. you can stand by and like you you wouldn't have that conversation. Oh, we absolutely will. <laughs> I'll, I'll have it with both of them. 100%. That's what I mean, bro. That that's the problem, man. Yeah, agreed. Uh, speaking of problems, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Hardy comes back to no more words, and so he's been talking about for months that uh, that that gimmick is that that theme song is going to come back when there's fans, and, and the, it actually did. So he gets his no more words uh, entrance, uh, his other theme song, his solo theme song. He gets the pyro, gets everything. You know, Jeff Hardy's a Hall of Famer, but he's been booked absolutely poorly since he's uh, came back. And so it, this makes the carrier cost loss even worse because Jeff Hardy couldn't buy a win for so long. And, you know, over the past year, his win loss record has been one of the worst on Raw. And then you get carrying cross with a very, very short type of vignettes. Somehow that that ends up him just standing on the rampway, the beginning of the rampway. Uh, um, oh gosh, what is her name? Uh, Scarlet, um, Bordeaux. Scarlet Bordeaux, Bordeaux, yeah, Scarlet Bordeaux. Um, Scarlet Bordeaux, his real life girlfriend, which makes so much of the gimmick. You know, she does the whole walk, you know, to the ring, she does the fall and pray, you know, type of deal, and then it pans to him behind her doing the whole, you know, deal. Ah! You know, and, and doing another, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. you know, he's doing the whole deal and none of that, you know, it was just like, ah, okay. Yeah. I'll just do the, you know, the, the, you know, uh, the, the, the second, uh, reserved, you know, type of entrance. That's the, you know, the, the, uh, the jobber entrance type of deal. And that, that was it. He did. She wasn't around. It, it was no thing. He came out with his NXT championship. And I'm like, okay, why in the world? Who came up with the idea, Vince, to just bury NXT in a few minutes, just like yep. that? And they're supposed oh. to book them to be a third brand. They got absolutely yep. buried tonight. Well, there's a whole backstory to this, and he had to be taught a lesson. And, bro, like, here's the funny thing, Chris. Again, let, let's go back to real. Let's go back to UFC. Let's go back to MMA. Let's go back to uh, – any realistic situation. Mm -hmm. So, bro, they beat him. There's a backstory. He's got heat. There's reason why. But that's why, not get, why does he have heat, though? Well, bro, the, it, it's twofold. First of all, who was he in the angle with in NXT? Because I don't watch NXT. The uh, uh, recently he's with Samoa Joe. Before oh. that was with uh, Finn Cole? Balor. Cole, uh, Adam Cole, yeah, Adam Cole. Mm -hmm. Supposedly there was an in-ring promo. He took a shot at Cole. Cole came back and basically said to him, you're nothing without the entrance and this and that. Yeah, and the the yeah. they had a fight and they had words back in the locker room. Ah. So what did they do, bro? They booked them on a, on a, on a dark match. No girl, no entrance, no nothing to show. Yeah, bro. You are not. He's right. You are nothing without any of that. So what do they do now? Now they do it on Raw. They do the same thing. But, Chris, here, here's the sad part. All of that isn't even enough. They have him actually cut a promo after the match to further his, embarrass himself by saying, 
Jeff Hardy is going to be sorry he ever beat me. Bro, what fighter has ever, in the history of boxing, MMA, what fighter after a loss has ever said, bro, Joe Frazier, Joe Frazier, bro, is going to be sorry he ever beat me. Bro, they embarrass him. They embarrass him with no entrance. They embarrass him by doing the job, and they embarrass him by him cutting a stupid pro three times, bro. They embarrass this guy. And no girl. And no Scarlet. Right, right. Three times. Three times, bro. Three times. That's terrible, man. Well, they gotta they gotta show who's boss. They gotta show who's boss, bro. But it's weird to me because I watch NXT weekly and I, I I've kept up. You know, I've, I've been watching NXT. You know, for for years, and so I followed up consistently. And the past NXT, he actually won up Samoa Joe and choked him out. So I'm thinking, I'm wondering, like, okay, so, you know, he's kind of been eluding Joe because now Joe's like the assistant GM. It's kind of like uh, Regal's kind of muscle, making sure that he's okay. Him and uh, Cole and him and Cross, Joe and Cole and Joe and Cross have been at odds. And so it seems like that's kind of some combustible gimmick going on with both of them. And so, you know, he can't. So the gimmick is you can't touch Joe unless provoked. And so he choked Joe out and he said, you know, this is provoked or whatever. And so he he one-upped Joe on NXT. But why would he, like, why would I even have him come to Raw with his NXT title as champ? Chris, you should know better than anybody because of what you do. The head game. We yeah. give it to you. We take it away. Yeah. We give it to you. We take it away. That yeah. that's the game. It's the head game, bro. They they just screw you up in the head. You you walk into work every day, and what am I doing today? Yeah. I mean, bro, I, I was reading an interview with uh, our buddy Tucker. Mm-hmm. Had no idea that he they were splitting him up with Otis. Had no, bro. He was on a golf course. They called him at two o'clock. We need you to come to TV. Yeah. He went to TV. Okay, we're splitting up you and Otis. Yep. Like, okay, like, bro, yeah. it's insanity. Yeah, I interviewed him last week. He was on yeah. the script last week. Insanity. Yeah, it just, yeah, I agree. So <laughs> when the world goes on with Cross, I mean, it doesn't make sense unless they have him lose the title in NXT and just come up to, to Raw, just transition that way with the loss behind his belt to Jeff Hardy and just – what a way to, you know, debut carrying cross out of anybody who looks like he can beat up, you know, just about anybody backstage. And, and this has a uh, this this to me has an Alistair Black feel, bro. It does. And it's just so petty to me, like stuff like that can just be handled backstage. Like, yeah. why would you tarnish the uh, potential uh, uh, push of a character who looks legit like carrying cross? Why would you do something so petty? Like it is, it is an abuse. It's an abuse of power. Power, power, control, bullying, all that stuff. One hundred percent. Yeah. And so next we get Alexis playground with uh, your your girl Lily comes back. Lily comes back, and then uh, Eva and Dewdrop are dressed in the uh, the cheetah gear, and uh, you know that's what you get. And then Eva. She trips on the grass or the swing, and and I saw this. I said, already, they're making her look like a comedy act. 
And it's just like what again? And you said this. You talked about the rib from a long time ago. They're going to bring her back to river. You've been saying that for a while, and it seems like it for sure. Well, because think about it, bro. Let's first of all, uh, she looked phenomenal in that outfit and the hair and the hat and the whole package looked phenomenal. Okay. Yep. But Chris, um, think about Chris. Think about somebody writing this scene out on paper. Think, think about somebody writing this. And then on her way out, uh, Eva Marie trips. And, and end scene. Like, bro, did you look at what you just write? Do you know what that's going to look like out there? And Chris, you just hit the nail on the head. So now she's tripping over imaginary things. So now the powerful fitness model guru uh, inspirational leader looks like an absolute idiot and buffoon because she's tripping over her own two feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, come. Oh my God. I and what does this do? I again, I keep thinking of Endgame, Vince. Yep. What does this do to her character? Why humiliate her? How was this building her character by humiliating her? She was supposed to be this pompous diva who was very narcissistic. And somehow they said, you know what? We're going to implement you tripping in this and looking like a, a complete buffoon. And it's like, you got you to get to the point, you, you got to get to the point that you just say, wait a minute. I, I what what is this doing? You got to speak up. Like, you got to speak up, bro. What is, this, what is this doing for my gimmick? Why, why am I tripping? And, bro, the problem is, too, Chris, it looked so bad because there was no good way to do it. Yeah. She's she's tripping over something that's not there. There's no way to make that look good. Yeah. And, bro, yeah. When, when, it, when it looks that bad, why are you putting that on TV, bro? Yeah. Unless you want to embarrass this woman, mm -hmm. yep, absolutely. And and I was I was I was looking at this show and I was like, man, where's the storylines? I just why like that that is just such a lost art in professional wrestling. Where in the world of the storylines? It's just match after match after backstage segment, and the backstage segment somehow is supposed to give me really intrigued that this match is coming up at later at night. But where is the storylines at? Like, why is this? Why is this not continued over the weeks? And why does everything have to be just compacted into like just a match or something like that? Why can't we get some drawing out of this? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Not nothing at all. It just, it just, it just. Yeah, you know, Chris, I'm just gonna go like, bro. Every time I can remember instances where we. We knew we had an opportunity. Like, bro, there were times uh, during Monday Night Wars, WCW was preempted for the NBA. Yeah. Bro, when we knew we had the entire audience, okay? Chris, you could say whatever you want. I want people to go back and find the first TNA show. Find the first show when we went head to head with raw yeah bro whether you hate it or love that show is not the point look at what we did on that show mm -hmm. because that was the first night we were head to head look at what we did on that show 
That's what this show should have been. This is the night the fans are coming back. That's what this show should have been. That's why, Chris, I was 1,000% sure they are going to save this show because they're going to bring Becky out at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's all people are going to remember. I was one that okay, yeah. okay, bro. All this stuff is going to get a pass. Becky's going to come out at the end, get her big pop, and we're going to go off hot. Yeah, yeah. And when we didn't get that, I was like, man, you guys, I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know what to tell you anymore, man. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. And then, bro, you've you've got this match now at the end. We're up to Rhea Ripley and. uh Charlotte, bro. First of all, I don't like the idea. If you notice, she's she had, I swear to God, Rihanna's identical logo under her eye. Rhea Ripley, identical. Bro, I'm a biggest Rihanna mark in the world. Know everything about. She had the exact Rihanna logo. But anyway, bro. Here, here's another thing. The whole idea for two weeks has been the leg, the leg, the leg, the leg, the leg. That's been the whole story, the leg, the leg. So it's it's bad enough, bro, that she's not selling the leg. But, Chris, with a bum leg, <laughs> somebody in a figure four? Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah, but see again, Chris. That's the agent. Somebody, yeah. somebody in that conversation with Charlotte and Rhea Ripley and the agent and who's ever there. Somebody has to say, "Wait a minute, wasn't she working my leg for the last two weeks? Right. Why would I put her in a figure four? Because." I would take most of the impact on my bum leg. That would be the last thing I would do. Somebody's got to bring that up, bro. Agreed. Agreed. And I forgot to bring up uh, real quick when uh, the tag match with Natalia and uh, Tamina. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, when Shayna Baszler kicked Natalia out, when she was inside, she (laughs) she kicked her in the shoulder. And she did the head gimmick. <laughs> she fell into- I, bro, see, you, you, you got to look at that. You guys, we got to look. I'll thank you, Chris, for looking. For, I see, I missed that. You yeah. got to look for that, bro. Either they're not selling or they're selling the wrong body part. One, one of the two, 90% of the time, bro. It was clear that she kicked her in the shower. And she's like, oh, man. But, bro, keep this in mind. In the earliest segment, uh, Charlotte takes out the leg again. In the yep. earliest segment, remember yep. Ripley's selling the mm-hmm. leg. She took off the heel. Yeah. Bro, here she comes down the ramp. Big leg gimmick. Yep, yep, walking, yep. Walking perfect. Like, the, how, how did you make it to this level if you can't get that simple detail down? Bro, she worked your leg 30 minutes ago. You were selling it like now you're doing a big yep. stop. And, uh, uh, like, what? Bro, how are you on television if you can't sell that leg? Yep, yep. I agree 100%. Oh, man, bro, come on. Yeah, and I was I was hoping for the Becky deal, too. The fans clearly were because they were getting Becky. 
Good cleanup by Charlotte, by the way. You know, Becky's uh, nurse, <laughs> nursing at home right now. So that was the good heel promo. That was a good heel uh, comeback there. But that, uh, made, that made you think she's coming at the end, right? And, and, and that's what I was thinking, too. Right. I was like, okay, that was a good heel comeback because that's going to detract her from coming. Oh, okay, well, that's true. She could have. She could be nursing. She could be at home. And then, of course, that would cause even more surprise. Oh, well, she's there. But no, that none of that happened. We get Nikki. Uh, it's not even Nikki Ash anymore. Now they say Nikki A.S.H. So it was Nikki Cross, and then it was Nikki, almost a super, superhero, Nikki Ash. And now they say Nikki A.S.H. And I'm like, okay, what? what it's got to be an inside joke, bro. That we, it has to be. We'll, 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 we'll find out about it. It's definitely got to be an inside joke. Yeah, real quick. I mean, what do you think about her being Raw champ now? Well, first of all, uh, I, I don't recommend. Listen, <laughs> some lunatic jumped the barricade at AEW. Okay, not too long ago. We we talked about that. Okay, Chris, as much as I was against the fan hitting the ring, bro, listen to me. I, I don't care about AEW. I still care about WWE, bro. I don't recommend for a WWE superstars to go in that crowd. Yeah. Guys, listen, if you don't want those fans to hit the ring, bro, do not. <laughs> Nikki, do not walk into that crowd. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. know where they've been. You don't know. Nikki, do not. I, I swear to God, Chris, I was cringing. <laughs> And 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 thank thank God I saw a little kid. I was like, oh, thank God, there's a little kid. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was cringing what yeah. she was walking into. She seemed like she was like she was like super hyped, and then like she realized just it. like that. She was like, <laughs> yeah. ah! oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, bro, do not, do not. Yeah. She's got to set all the barriers. <laughs> yeah, bro, please do not, do not. Do yeah. not go in that. Yeah, she automatically uh, got she 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 automatically realized. Okay, yeah, I mean, COVID season it is isn't completely over yet, so maybe oh, I should just keep it, it in the barricade. No man, who is wiping their nose and do not, do not, bro, please. Yeah, oh man, bro. I swear to God, I was looking for a child like me for some kind of safety. Yeah, yeah, you need to be tested after that. Oh, <laughs> man, bro. <laughs> Let her know about the brand, my man. Yeah, guys, please check out all my podcasts, bro, and all the wrestlers I have on all the shows, man, at Russo'sBrand.com or Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Absolutely. And follow me at Chris Prolific. I hardly ever plug my stuff, man. Follow me at Chris Prolific. Uh, do that. After the show, as soon as you uh, uh, hit the show, hit hit that uh, that exit. Uh, follow me at Chris Prolific, and uh, we will. And I'll, I'll be happy if you do that. If you don't, uh, I'll super kick you. He is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris Featherstone. We always stop and check. Oh, we had we had one last thing. <laughs> Shaking shrug. Uh, we had a comment here. 
and I think we're going to do it if I can find it real quick. Uh, here we go. Timothy is asking us to do this. With no more of the bouncies on Raw, do we get a bouncy retirement segment from you guys? You guys knew how to get them over. You ready? I, I, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I'm ready to give up on them yet, the bouncy. No? You're not ready I, for it yet? I'm not re- I got to see Dana without Mandy. Okay. Then and then we will do the retirement bounce. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I still. I'm still holding out hope. That's fair. That's okay. fair. I, I, I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. Yeah. I. I. I uh, it kind of feels like we won't see Dana uh, either anymore, or just she'll be sitting at home for a while. So they try to make something up for. Her. It just doesn't seem promising. But uh, we might get the bounces on NXT events. We might get the bounces on NXT. Nice. So, you know, we, we might get that. He's Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris Featherstone. This is uh, Legion of Raw. Have a good night. So long.